0: Today I want to share a short message with you to follow up on Brendan's story. You know, stories like this make us believe that God can really change people's lives. That literally a person can turn from darkness, wanting to murder their abusers, and they can now stand before a whole audience of people and declare that they have forgiven them. That is power. That's power that the normal human heart doesn't happen. And I want to share a short message today about how God can break down the walls that separate us from Him. The Word of God teaches us that every single human being that's born into this world, we have an invisible barrier that separates us from the love of God. That God's love is reaching out to us through His Son, but that barrier is that we've all decided that we we know best and we can go our own way in life. And we separate ourselves from him and an invisible wall is erected between us. 800 years before Jesus Christ was born by the Virgin Mary, a prophet called Isaiah spoke these words, predicting his birth. From Isaiah 9 verse 6, For unto us, unto you, unto me, a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful. These are all names for Jesus Christ. He's a counselor. You know, bro, how many, how many nights in your cell did the Holy Spirit bring counsel to you? And bring wisdom into your life to change the future direction of your steps. He's a mighty God. And He's an everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And so the Scripture's not just talking about a child being born. The Scripture's saying, unto us, He's been born to you. Jesus came as a gift from heaven for you and for me. For the first 20 years of my life, I never even knew there was a a connection that had been made possible by God. To reach into my life and to be able to change the steps of my own personal life. And the tragedy that we face right now in this world is that the world is a crazy place. Is that, is that not true? Right now the world is a crazy place. There's, there's potential stuff that's going to go off at any time, at any point in different sectors of the world right now. Many he says it's, it's the most dangerous time that the on, on planet earth and in the history of the world. Why is that? It's primarily because mankind has erected walls, walls that have contained them, walls that have separated them from the, knowing the love of God. Now the, but the great message about Brendan's life today is that no prison wall, no prison cell can truly separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus today. I want to share a short video just... Um, To uh, prompt us this morning, so if we can just have that up. So if we can just have the lights off down the back, guys, that would be great. And just a three-minute video. the lights back on again. You know, all of us know what it's like to experience walls. Some of those walls, we've become victims of those walls, where things have happened to us at the hands of other people. And it's so easy in life for us to have a victim mentality saying, because this happened to me, I'm always going to be like this. Some of the walls that we have in our life are walls of our own choosing and our own making, Walls that imprison us, that make us a slave to our emotions. And as a result of those walls, we don't know what it's like to experience true peace and true freedom to be able to make decisions for our life without feeling like there's something that's hemming us in and closing us in where we are powerless to make choices for our own life. Fear, abandonment. Loneliness. Isn't it amazing how we can be surrounded by people everywhere and feel desperately lonely in our hearts? Where we can be struggling with secret addictions that maybe even your wife or your husband are not even aware of that's going on in your life. Addictions that imprison you and place walls around about you. And we, we don't need to talk about regrets. We all know about regrets. We all wish that we did things differently, that we made decisions differently. But sometimes if we're not careful, we camp at camp regret. And regret surrounds our life to the point that we're now powerless to make decisions to move our life forward in the right direction for our life. To move out of regret into a place of promise. Into a future that is is bright. A future that has promise attached to it today. You know, all through the history of the world, mankind has been... Good at building and erecting walls, walls of containment, walls that surround us, walls that hem us in. In uh, 1961, uh, in Germany, post-Second World War, USSR pushed in hard into East Germany. And with their socialism policies, their communism uh, policies and ideologies... They made a decision, a decision that would enslave a country for nearly 30 years. For 28 years, the Berlin Wall separated west from east. Look at this wall. This wall was 45 kilometres long. This wall had 45,000 concrete segments, each weighing more than two and a half tonnes. This wall had 116 watchtowers that were manned by border guards. And right across this wall were 10,000 border guards. Over the course of the history of this uh, this wall, 5,000 East Germans tried to escape, and 239 of them died in the process, all because of false philosophies and ideologies of man that literally separated physically people Even families were separated. One living in the Democratic West and others living in the Socialist East. (laughs) And you know the human race is a lot like that. The human race is just like Germany was back then. Where on one case we have lives that have been created and made in God's image. Beautiful spirit, soul and body that reflect the image of the one who made us. And yet we've been imprisoned with our walls. The walls of our own making and the walls of other people's uh, mentality that have pressed hard against our own lives, And so these walls have held us back from experiencing true freedom. But I praise God that in the history of the world, it was a great moment when an ex-Hollywood actor by the name of Ronald Reagan, in 1987, he stood Behind him is the Brandenburg Gate, a gateway that was a gateway through from West Germany to East Germany. And he stood there, and the, the uh, general secretary of the USSR at that time was Mikhail Gorbachev. And Mikhail Gorbachev had increasingly shown signs of, of warmth towards the West. And Ronald Reagan stood in front of that, uh, that wall, and he made a speech that has been written down in the history of the world and he said this general secretary Gorbachev if you seek peace if you seek prosperity for the soviet union and eastern europe if you seek liberalization come here come to this gate mr gorbachev and open this gate mr gorbachev i ask you today to tear down this wall. And in the next picture, we see in 1989, two years later, a nation that had been separated from one another, the walls. tearing down. And it was a day of great jubilation, a day of great freedom. Friends, I'm here to tell you today that we don't have a Gorbachev, Mr. Gorbachev or a Mr. Ronald Reagan. We have a Mr. Jesus Christ. He's the liberator. He's broken down every wall that separates mankind. And when Jesus came and he lived his life here on earth, he came with the purpose to break down those prison walls of our own making within our life to give us liberty and freedom and to give us a connection to the living God through his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus has made a way to break down every wall within our lives, amen? And we see with, we see with Brendan, we see the incredible instant change that happened in his life. Isn't it amazing? The first thing that he wanted After praying that prayer, what was the first? The first thing he wanted was a Bible. You know why? Because inbuilt in our heart, there is a invisible connection and a longing to hear from God, to hear the voice of the one who made us. And today his voice is saying that Jesus has broken down the walls. You no longer have to exist in these prisons that are around your heart today, but your life can change today. The Bible says in the twinkling of an eye, things can take place within our life. Jesus said this in John 8:32. you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Amen. The truth isn't something that's inscribed upon a document. The truth, Jesus said, I am the truth. Jesus is the truth. And when we meet him, that truth has the power to set our soul free. And all of this, my friends this morning, and all of us, the key to this for you and I, it's this little thing called the heart. The heart of man holds the key for our future today. Solomon, in all of his wisdom, put it like this in Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart with all diligence. In other words, watch what's going on in here. This is where bitterness, wrath, anger, malice, hatred. Jesus said it's not what goes into a man, it's what comes out of a man that makes him impure. Deep within our heart, we have the ability to do the most horrendous things. Well, we've even caught ourselves out saying, how could I even think such a thing within my life? He says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. I'll just have a drink of water. <clears throat> Excuse me. When those walls come around our lives, the spiritual center of your life is affected deeply. That's your heart. And wherever you go, you carry that heart with you. The psalmist put it like this in Psalm twenty five the troubles of my heart have enlarged. Bring me out of my distress. This what the psalmist is saying is help. an avalanche of trouble has come down on me. An avalanche of trouble has come around about my life. And his cry was to the Lord saying, help me out of my distress and out of my trouble. They that call upon the name of the Lord in the day of trouble, they shall be delivered out of all their troubles and all of their snares. Proverbs twelve twenty five. This is an amazing verse. Did you know that right now in the millennial generation, there's a disease that's running rampant all around the world? It's called anxiety. (laughs) And all around the world right now, there's... There's medications being prescribed for this generation like never before, and I'm not coming down on this generation. But we have a a major problem in our world today where the, the anxiety has grown to alarming levels, and people just don't know how to live their life in peace and without trouble in their hearts. And Proverbs says the reason why. Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. Did you hear that? If we can't get a hold of our anxieties, guess what happens to us? We become depressed. We become sad. Our countenance drops. Things happen in our mind. We're we're troubled with our thoughts. We can't get on top of our thoughts because anxiety in the heart of a man or a woman causes depression. But look at this. A good word. A good word makes it glad. Have you got people speaking good things into your life? Have you got people around about you who are encouraging you constantly? Or have you descended into that abyss where everything seems to be negative, negative, negative around your life? And that buries the heart of a person. That buries us with depression and with anxiety. God wants to set our hearts free. He who the Son sets free is free indeed today. Amen. You know, there was a man in the Bible... He was a king. His name was Hezekiah. And he was like many people in the world today. He was suffering from a terminal illness. He was sick and he was at the point of death. And by and large, King Hezekiah had been a a reasonably good king. He had ruled well, he had made good decisions and right decisions for his country. And as he's facing this terminal illness, his body is, the Bible shows us that his body is wasting away. The illness is eating into his human flesh. And literally, he stands before a brick wall. You know what it's like to hit the wall? I know what it's like to hit the wall. All of us, at some point in our life, we hit the wall. And there's not much bigger things than death to hit the wall with, right? Some of our problems are small when it's compared to you losing your life. And King Hezekiah hit the wall and and God said to him, get your affairs in order because you're about to die. And you know what he did? He called upon the name of the Lord and he cried out and he said, God, I'm asking you to extend my life. I'm asking you for your favor to come and for you to heal my body. And this, is, this, is, this happened 2,500 uh, two years ago. And, uh, and the Bible says that God heard his cry. And you know what he gave him? He gave him 15 extra years of his life. Maybe you're not quite hitting the wall today. But you know if you don't make some decisions soon, you're going to hit the wall. And Jesus is here today to break down every wall that separates you from His goodness and from God's goodness within your life. And in just a moment, I'm going to ask everybody to close their eyes and I'm going to give every person here an opportunity. The way that we connect with God is that we pray and we ask Him to come and take residence in our heart, and you know what happens when Jesus does that? He begins to smash down and break down those walls that have been erected over our life, and he begins to bring peace. Why is that? Because his name is the Prince of peace, and when the Prince of peace is given an invitation to come into your life, all of a sudden, everything changes at that point in our lives. Proverbs 23, 26, my final verse this morning. My son, give me your heart. That little thing we were talking about, it's like the rudder of a ship. It has a huge bearing on the direction and the future of your life. And God says the best thing that you can do for your life today is give me your heart. Surrender, control, and give it to God today. And then he says this, and let your eyes observe my ways. Don't go back to what you were doing before you prayed that prayer. It's a day of change. It's a day of new beginnings for your life. Could we close our eyes, please?